You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you're a 415-er, 415 you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What is going on, everyone? The 415ers podcast, as always, brought to you on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network. Evan Giddings, Mark Grandy with you after the 49ers fall in pretty convincing fashion in week seven of the Kansas City Chiefs. Final score 44 to 23. Niners now below 500 again on the season, three and four overall this year. Mark, um, I'm, it's pretty much a question of where you want to start for this game because it was one that was, uh, I mean, dis- despite maybe the 49ers being in it for, you know, a half, I know they went into the half down 14-13. It was a game that kind of felt like it was teetering for Kansas City the entire time. And and my first and, and overall takeaway for this game is is uh, this was kind of a reality check for the 49ers. That, that's the first thing that came to mind for me. Yeah, I mean, you. This is the best team you've played all year. There's, there's no doubt about it. And you come out, you play decent. You, you start well. You go down. You get a score. Your, your defense forces a turnover. You, tur- you turn that into a touchdown. Suddenly, you're up ten nothing early. Uh, but from that point on, it was all Kansas City. After that ten nothing start, they outscore you forty four to thirteen the rest of the game. Uh, they scored touchdowns on what six of seven drives at, at one point, kind of in the middle stages of that game after their first drive. Um, the offense settled for too many field goals. The defense could not get a stop. Um, special teams wasn't great either. Um, it, it was not a, a good performance by uh, any unit for the 49ers. And uh, when you do that against uh, arguably a top two team in the league, uh, it's, it's not going to be pretty. So an ugly game. Uh, you lose by 21. But despite all of that, I mean, you were in the game. You mentioned early. They were also in the game in the second half. It was 28 to 23 after you get a touchdown. You have Kansas City in a, a third and long. They ultimately convert and they go down and score and then a safety. And, and suddenly the game's out of hand. So despite how poorly they played, I think maybe the positive is you were still in the game relatively late in the second half, and then everything kind of collapsed. But um, it, it's kind of hard to, to look on the bright side when the final score is 44 to 23, when you're below 500, when you've had a lot of weird kind of inexcusable losses in the past. It's it's kind of hard to just look past the, um, I don't know, how, how difficult it, it is to, to get past the 21-point loss. Yeah, and... And a lot of the issues, I know that Atlanta and Kansas City are very different teams, but it's sort of a lot of the overarching issues that a lot of Niner fans are concerned with, a lot of concerns I'm sure the team has, kind of carried over into this game and one that 
I think people were hoping could extract sort of the best out of San Francisco because while they'd been a team that had in the first six weeks, large in part played down to their level of competition, they'd also played up to some of the teams that were better and had had a few, you know, pretty good performances. But mm-hmm. Kansas City, I, I think, just looked like a team in a league of their own. And I mean, you, you can see it for those of you watching on YouTube. Kansas City had almost 530 yards. They had 9.1 yards per play. That is the most allowed by a San Francisco 49ers team since 1965, that 9.1 number. So defensively, they didn't bring it as best they could. Granted, it's not exactly an easy task when you're facing Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid coming off of a loss, mind you. Uh, But it just felt like, again, that, you know, kind of the word that I, I, I'm going to fall back on is teetering the entire time. Um, you can't kick field goals against the Kansas City Chiefs. You need to turn red zone opportunities into touchdowns. They, unfortunately, the 49ers did score, you know, a, f- a few times, but a lot of three point trips. And of course, the backbreaker at the end of the first half where you get a gift on a punt and then Jimmy Garoppolo on third and goal, uh, as described by Kevin Burkhart, throws it up. And it comes down in the hands of the Kansas City Chiefs, a scene that is really just becoming a nightmare for 49ers fans all the time now, uh, or at least seems like it. So, you know, Kansas City absolutely deserved to win this game, and they punished San Francisco for pretty much every mistake it made. Meanwhile, the Niners, it felt like, although they did capitalize on a few opportunities, Mark, um, just was not able to play enough mistake-free football on Sunday in order to beat the likes of a team that a lot of people see at best, or pardon me, at minimum, being in the AFC title game. Yeah, and, and that moment that you're talking about, that Garoppolo interception in the end zone, the Niners shouldn't have even had that opportunity, you mentioned, because of the muffed punt by Sky Moore of Kansas City, their, their rookie. Um, but the Niners shouldn't have even been punting the ball away. It was a 4th and 14 uh, setting up a 51-yard field goal attempt, and and Robbie Gold certainly capable of making that. He was good yesterday. He, he made a lot of field goals, uh, but the Kansas City offensive line, uh, you know, they, they did what's calling what's what's called a, a stem, where before the snap they kind of all jump at the same time, shifting on the line just a little bit. The goal is to try to get you know someone. Uh, on the offensive line to false start. And that's exactly what happened. Jalen Moore, the second-year offensive lineman, jumped, false start. It pushes the Niners out of field goal range. So instead of making that kick or attempting that kick, they have to punt. That's one of the many mistakes the Niners you know, uh, committed in this game. It ultimately led to them getting a first and goal after the muff- muffed punt by Sky Moore, as you mentioned. Uh, but then they give the ball right back and it was a, a terrible throw by Jimmy Garoppolo. Kyle Shanahan was asked about that play specifically, the interception after the game, and was asked, you know, what do you want him to do in that situation? And when he's facing a zero blitz, he, he knows he's going to get hit. He has to get it out quick. Shanahan, you know, said either throw the ball away or get sacked. Those are the options. You're not just trying to throw a jump ball into the end zone because likely what's going to happen is it getting picked off, which is exactly uh, what happened. Uh, but all of that said, the Niners shouldn't have even been in that situation. One, Kansas City bailed them out. And two, they got themselves out of field goal range with a, a mistake on a field goal attempt that cost them five yards and, and made a 51-yard field goal attempt, uh, a 56-yard attempt, which the Niners ultimately decided 
to punt instead. So there are so many mistakes to go through. I mean, I, I was obviously watching the game and, and just kind of wrote down key moments and it doesn't fit on one page. There are so many issues for the 49ers. I mean, Nick Bosa lining up offsides on two consecutive plays. Um, Charles Amenihu, uh lined up offsides or he jumped. It was an offsides and that allowed Kansas City to convert a, a third down as well. Uh, they were too many mistakes to count that that one on the on the field goal attempt turning into the punt which then became the interception is just one of the key moments in this game but there are so many you can point to that that uh, were a, a factor in why the Niners lost hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line well let's go there then because to me where the game was not necessarily you know convincingly lost but to me where the, the momentum shifted and I, I don't know if you're familiar with the, with the literal term uh boat race but it's it's where you know, two boats will meet each other in the middle. And the one that's faster, once it draws even, it's already over. Uh, it, they're, they're, they're just going to simply going to take off and win the race as soon as they draw even with their opponent. And that's where I felt like the middle part of this game was. Mm-hmm. San Francisco got boat raced because on that possession that you mentioned that should not have been after Sky Moore muffs the punt, 155. Three plays later, 30 seconds later, Jimmy Garoppolo, who I've described as, you know, we, we basically use a different word for the, the G acronym most weeks. Some weeks it's Jimmy Good. It's never really been Jimmy Great. On that play, it was Jimmy Good Lord. Like, what are, what are you doing? Because that ball was thrown somewhere into the heavens. It was a Hail Mary from the four-yard line, and his prayer was not answered. Yeah, he, and, he said it was intended for George Kittle, but... It, it was like 10 yards too short. I, I believe him. I believe it was, uh, but it simply did not end up in the hands of anyone in a 49er uniform. Also, one thing that was that was brought up on the broadcast by Greg Olson was the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo did have Jeff Wilson Jr. out of the backfield, mm-hmm. wide open, unfortunately did not see him. And when you have that man coverage, uh, someone's going to be open. He didn't find the right man and instead tro- chose to... Uh, throw up a jump ball after that the chiefs go the length of the field on eight plays and 88 yards and they miss a field goal going into the half so still there's still some you know quote-unquote momentum out there left for you to grab but then immediately on the kickoff i uh, and this this was the most frustrating play to me of the game where on the kickoff isaac pacheco promising rookie goes 48 yards on the return and Juwan Jennings inexplicably Mm -hmm. three steps after Pacheco's out of bounds, shoves him into the bench. That's a 15 yard penalty. That is 63 yards on one play on special teams. And lo and behold, the chiefs make you pay for it. They cap it off a couple minutes later with a CEH, uh, Claire Edwards, Hilaire 13 yard rush. And then from there again, that's where the boat racing comes in. You were even, you were right neck and neck with the other boat, but the Kansas City Chiefs, once they found that sort of edge, that extra bit of wind that the 49ers essentially gave them by not being able to capitalize 
on a goal-to-go situation, not even getting three points out of it, but turning it over. And then on the ensuing kickoff, giving the Chiefs essentially 63 yards without having to run a single offensive play, that to me is where the game turned and where it was won and lost for the 49ers. Yeah, 100%. I agree. The game turned there. I I think the other moment that happened after that, so that touchdown made it 21-13 Kansas City, an eight-point lead, still a one-possession game. The Niners do semi-respond with a field goal they get back within 5 21 to 16 midway you know getting towards the the final uh, few minutes of the third quarter and then you have what i think were the two biggest single plays of the game kansas city again leading by five with about four and a half minutes left facing a third and 20 from the san francisco 38 yard line a screen to McKinnon, the former 49er, for 34 yards all the way down to the four-yard line. Next play, touchdown throw from Mahomes. Suddenly, you're down by 12 points. Big one. That, that's a big third-down conversion and a, and a missed opportunity for the 49ers' defense. The Niners' offense, though, does go down and they score. They get back within a score. They're down five points once again. And then... For the first time, you see Nick Bosa get to Patrick Mahomes. He brings him down for a sack. Ultimately, it sets up a third and 11 for Kansas City, deep in their own territory. And guess what? They convert 57 yards down the middle of the field to Valdez Scantling. He beats Mooney Ward. Not sure exactly what Ward was doing there. It looked like he thought he had safety help because he was flat-footed, and Valdez Scantling just ran right past him. And, uh, you know, if it was a perfect throw from Mahomes, he probably walks into the end zone, but it was a little bit behind him, allowed Mooney to catch up and tackle him. But still a 57-yard conversion on third and 11. Three plays later, Kansas City's in the end zone again. They make it 35-23. to And then after that, a penalty on the kickoff, back-to-back sacks, a safety. The ball goes right back to Kansas City, and suddenly they're up by 14 points. They score again. It's a 21-point lead, and the game is over. Those two third-down conversions, third and 20 and third and 11, uh, once those happened, they converted, they turned them into touchdowns. This game was over. The Niners are not coming back from that. It's a spot the defense has been so incredibly good at coming into the game. Third and longs, their defense has been phenomenal, uh, but not in this game. You look at the Niners' defense, Third and 11 or more entering this game on the year. They'd got 17 stops in 17 of those opportunities against Kansas City uh, in week number seven. They uh, faced five of those situations, third and 11 or more on defense. The Niners got stops only two of those five times. That was the difference in the game. Yeah, I'm with you. And look, backbreaking third and longs have at least the last two weeks been Pretty consistent. I mean, Marcus Mariota in Mm. Atlanta had a a similar play. I I know it wasn't a dump off or a screen, but look, and I believe they called it out on on the broadcast during the game. Look, it's either either going to be a draw or a screen. They're trying to set up an opportunity to kick a field goal. Like They're not trying to get a first down on that play. And that's what's so frustrating for fans, along with the fact that, as you mentioned, it was Jerick McKinnon that <laughs> was the one on the third and 20 that kind of, you know, stuck it down your your uh, your goal. At like, it, I mean, th- those are those are the plays that Kyle Shanahan after the game. It to him, it was it was again, it was a simple equation like he he kind of regurgitated what he said against Atlanta. Um, and, and that's where. 
Although I, I understand Kansas City is is a far better opponent than the Falcons. They're a team that at least I believe is going to be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. Um, a team that over yeah. the Bills, huh? Uh, until they prove that they can beat them in the playoffs, I will give Kansas City the edge. Hmm. Uh, considering that the Chiefs have beat them in each of the past uh, two. So the, uh, the the regular season win for the Bills in Week <laughs> Six doesn't do it for you. It spells their doom in the playoffs. <laughs> Okay. Uh, off on a tangent there. That's a, that's a show for another day. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, this was a game that looked all right. The defense, especially in the second half. I, I know we've talked about the woes of the uh, offense in the second half for the 49ers, mm-hmm. but the defense gave up 30 points in the second half. And a lot of it due to what you just described, an inability to get off on third down, and inability to keep plays in front of them. And to me, there was too much, there was too much easy play, too many easy plays for Patrick Mahomes, too many easy decisions for him to make. And whereas the defense, the first five weeks of the season looked like it was on pace to be an all historic team. And we're comparing them to the 85 bears and the 2000 Ravens, or maybe the 2019 49ers. Um, Patrick Mahomes came in and licked his chops and just said, hey, there is a team on the other side that can be taken advantage of. And I I don't know if you saw this, Mark, but Patrick Mahomes was talking after the game and mentioned something I thought was interesting about how, look, the 49ers safeties were in the box the entire game. They were playing up and almost trying to, you know, tempt the Chiefs to beat them down the field through the air. And uh, if if that's a gamble you're going to take, you better be right. Because Patrick Mahomes is, I believe, to be the best quarterback in this league. And if you're going to give him one-on-one opportunities on the outside, even if you're you're playing you know, good coverage. And look, Mooney Ward had maybe his worst game as a 49er yesterday. Um, he also made a couple of nice plays. But if, if you're going to match him up one-on-one with Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and Patrick Mahomes is going to back shoulder you to death or beat you over the top... Um, I'm sorry. You got to give some more help on the outside and make them beat you on the ground. Because when Patrick Mahomes says your safeties are playing up and Marquez Valdez Scantling is saying after the game, I think that the other side doesn't respect our speed. Well, that's the result you're going to get when they dial up 44 points that potentially could have been more. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And I mean, playing, you know, up with safeties, uh, not probably the best idea. It's maybe a little more possible you know with this Chiefs team without uh Tyreek Hill because you know that's the guy that can take the top off the defense uh and you, you don't have him but still I mean Patrick Mahomes is as good at throwing the deep ball as anyone else uh one quick stat for the 49ers that kind of encapsulates what their third down defense was like let me just uh, try to find this really quick you look at what they did on third down the Niners defense allowed 26.1 yards per play on third downs against Kansas City on third downs 26.1 yards per play that is a astronomical number and there is absolutely no way you're going to win a game doesn't matter who you're playing uh, when you give up that much you're giving up a, a quarter of the field on average on every third down play that's just unacceptable yeah no no it is 